Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for December 9th, 2020. My name's Anthony Seiler, and I serve as an elder here and on the Financial Advisory Board at Bridgeway Church. Ah, Paul's writing above, I absolutely love. Ephesians is some serious anchor of scripture for us. There's vision casting and general encouragement, but then you get to chapter four, and it could have literally been written uh, last week with just as much relevance as when Paul originally wrote it. It's all about unity in the body of Christ, and doesn't it feel like we need some of that right now? This year feels like the antithesis of unity, and maybe for some of you, the longest year you've ever experienced. The pandemic in the early year and the riots and fires and then the election season and now we find ourselves right smack dab in the holiday season. Opposing sides from every angle, everyone has a camp, a stance, whether you lean left, right, or middle, it seems to be madness everywhere you look. But today, I want to nudge you on how to find peace in a divided world. I want to encourage you with some best practices on how to recenter yourself in this wonky time. Remember our source of strength and love. And where do we find joy and peace? If you're listening, you probably already know the answer. But my question to you is, are we living that? So I get an opportunity to meet with an awesome group of dudes where we are, we're always reading books, sharing ideas, and brainstorming. One book I gave to the team was called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Homer. And if you haven't read this book, get in touch with me after. I have a million copies and I hand them out like candy. This book outlines disciplines for being a better apprentice of Jesus that the author calls rule of life. So if you haven't heard of a rule of life, it could be defined like this. A rule of life is a set of practices to guard your habits and guide our lives. I heard someone else define it this way too. A schedule of practices and relational rhythms that create space for us to be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and do what he did as we live in alignment with our deepest passions and priorities. Who doesn't want that? But one of those practices the author highlights, and the one that I want to share with you today, is a daily quiet time right when you wake up. And I know that sounds so simple and not revolutionary at all. Totally get it, but bear with me for just a moment. Seriously, when I talk about right when you wake up, it's right when you wake up. Before you hit social media, before you see work emails, before the news, that means you, Jesus, and a cup of coffee. It's our first fruits, just like our tithe. First thing in the still of the morning. And what that does is recenters ourselves. It starts the day on the right foot in the right message of peace. Think about this for a moment. In a year such as this, what counteracts all the noise we hear? What gives us the hope and peace that can reshape our focus? It's resting in the stillness of the word. It's our true north. And if we can start our day with that north, think of the trajectory it would put us on. Hey, 
I hear you. I have opinions too. We all do. And not everyone is on board with my thoughts either. And if you know our family, you know we kind of beat to our own drum in a way. But what can I do every day to bring peace to a divided world? It may be a listening ear and talking less. It could be replacing judgment for curiosity. It could maybe be me submitting my agenda or beliefs knowing someone else feels differently. What would a divided world soon look like if we elevated people over preference? So I definitely don't need to tell you what people are divided over these days. It might be a shorter list to say what we're not divided on. And that's sad. But guess what? It can change. And it starts with us, believers. So how can we bring peace to a divided world? Two things. One, recenter the start of every day with our Savior. Two, look for ways to bring peace by elevating people over preference. I want to land this plane with a, with a little bit of prayer as you continue on with your morning. I want to leave you with some encouragement for you to have peace in a divided world because I desperately want this season of Advent, this season, to be extra peaceful for you and your family as you rest in the arms of our Lord. So if you could, wherever you are listening to this, if you want to close your eyes unless you're driving, let's pray. <sighs> Father God, as we exhale, would the burdens of this year just, just slip away? Maybe rest in your arms that you, peace that could only come from you, that you have promised us. And for a lot of us, we find ourselves in this season of just one of the longest years we've ever experienced. But Lord, you have promised us peace. And would you allow the routines of our days an opportunity to focus on you in the beginning of our days, to set our true north, to start our trajectory for the day. And as we come across people and obstacles and things that might be divided, we would be that anchor of peace. And so I pray for each and every man, woman, boy, and girl listening to this podcast, not just today, but through this whole season of Advent. Would these people be recharged? Would they be encouraged? Would they... Would they have another feather in their cap to go out and to share peace and to share joy and to be that anchor inside of a community, inside their neighborhood, and allow it to ripple throughout the entire community? Father, you are our true north, and we could not be more thankful for this season. In your name, amen.